we have a unique opportunity here. We we just watch like the whole ex Bernie sphere, either like get grill pilled and try to like develop themselves and make an OnlyFans or something, or they went super reactionary, right? So we we get to kind of like sample Disco Elysium, like with that historical knowledge, it adds another layer to the text. Yeah. I think we have a unique opportunity to do so because. Uh, you know, whether we thought of ourselves that way or not, our fans were certainly like in the dirtbag category. Like, uh, if someone made an R Swamp Side and they were po- people would post like Red Scare and shit that I would never listen to on there. Yeah, we probably should have made her up. Whenever you start a podcast, you got to make your own Reddit, otherwise, somebody else is going to get control of it. Yeah, and pack it with reactionary nonsense. Yeah. Just have to learn people. Okay. There's some text about getting gloves from the gardener or something. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Who knows? Got this. I'm, I'll be excited to see if there's more children, like street kids, that refer to themselves in the third person as Kuna. Yeah, if it's like. Or a- if it's. If, yeah. Or if it's just a person. From the great city of Rivershaw. Rain drips from the eaves and floods the gutters, washing the filth away. This is very Thanks, tra- Shimmers. This is very Travis Bickle. The spring thaw must be here. The snow is melting. What am I doing? At the sky, cold water dripping from your hair. What do I see? Grey sky like great battleships, clouds colliding with one another. Rain falls no. down on the world. How does it feel? Sticks to your chest. The shoulders of your disco blazer grow heavy. The cold finds its way in under your skin. You shiver, and the city shivers with you. You can ask the shivers what's <laughs> what's here and there. Yeah, so I guess um, I guess shivers. It's like it's like your physiological sense of the place. You know. So what's in the north, for instance? Capeside apartments. Tower blocks crowd one another. 4.46 millimeter bullets still lodged in their war-torn stone walls. Hallways collapse from the mortar hits of a war that was lost long ago. Clotheslines go to waste in the rain. Radios play. And closer to here. Rain falls onto the roof of a woodshed. Coal leaks into a puddle beneath a dead man's feet. He swings from a tree, bloated. Droplets of rain slip from his cold cheeks. What's in the south? A traffic jam. Rain thrumming on the roofs of motor vehicles. Inside, drivers watch water streaming down their windshields. The statue of a king shudders. He too is cold. The canal bridge has been raised. What's on the other side? This feels, yeah, this part feels very like, uh, like uh, Dashiell Hammett or something. The road ascends. A raised motorway loops above the ghetto. Beneath its concrete columns, a sea of rooftops, woodwork, and tar stretches northward. Four-story buildings as far as the rain can fall. The snows melt in Jamrock. I might not be the first person to say welcome to Jamrock. Uh, no, I've heard of Travis Bickle, but I have no idea what that is. So, well, Travis Bickle is the uh, the driver and taxi driver. 
So the whole thing where he said about like the rain, the rain like well, there's a there's a part where he's like he's talking to a, he's talking to somebody he's driving for and he's like yeah I hope someday a, a cleansing rain oh right away the scum. watches all all this all the scum and filth in the city yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I actually haven't read much Dashiell Hammett but he was the you know he was like a kind of classic like hard boiled detective writer um, he wrote like a King's Ransom gotcha. which is the basis for um, um, he wrote the Maltese Falcon as well so anyway. oh okay. I saw the Maltese Falcon. What is Jamrock? Rivershall is the capital of the world. Jamrock is the capital of Rivershall. Droplets form on your eyelashes. It's mm. Okay, so Inland Empire says it's home. Yeah, why am I not there? To be in Martinez, where no one goes, at the runoff point of a long-forgotten canal, in the whitest part of town, in the shadow of the day, the revolution fell. What am I doing here? Standing in the rain, looking north, where Jamrock Rock City stretches inland. Okay, well that response was a little literal, but... Yeah, really. <laughs> and there's literally one that's just, where the hood, where the hood, where the hood. We gotta do one, we gotta do one, we gotta do one. We gotta do it. Other in the cut. Yes! Let's go! Wow! All right, I like I like the, I like how it changes voices. Give me give me those fam shivers any day of the week from this like uh, brooding narrator. So I guess I guess like shivers is the because like Inland Empire is like the psychic psyche. So shivers must be like the psychic physique element. Mm-hmm. You know, because like he's right. basically apprehending uh, rap lyrics from another dimension. You know. <laughs> yeah, because what is it again? I'm just wondering. Yeah, so it's yeah, intellect, psyche, yeah. Uh, physique, and motorics. Let me see. Yeah, motorics. That uh, that specific type of drum beat from the '70s. Oh, is that oh, what man. that is? No, uh, the, there is something called the motoric beat. That is the foundation of krautrock and connects it to like techno, and that's why Kraftwerk was an old krautrock band before they uh, were, they were doing like old electro stuff. Okay. Anyway, so that can't uh, be a coincidence. I mean, that's got to be. They have like a common root word. All right, shutter. Look further. In the rain-swept distance, above the rooftops of Jamrock, a repurposed silk mill stands perched above the motorway exit. Precinct forty-one hunches in the rain. Your vision blurs. You wipe your face with your hand. The rain stings your eyes. Making you look up and blink. Alright, so we got 5 XP from that. Nice. What's above? Coalition hero statics hang like apparitions under the cloud cover. Way up there, where rain forms, rotors flutter silently. Your sight clears. That was exactly the haiku I was hoping for. Um, I don't know, should we check the east and west? Um, I don't really care. Motherfucker. This rain will not let up anytime soon. You should get a raincoat. There's a fruit to the east. They sell them there. Do I look like I have money? Frit with three T's? Yeah. Or is this, maybe that's a spelling error. I don't know. I remember. Nah, I've seen it once before. Okay. With It looked like I had three T's before as well. Alright, well, that was a nice little moment of reverie let's, yeah let's let's get this let's get this 
Okay. So, yeah, the gardener is raining again. Okay. It was clear just an hour ago. My partner told me you may have some ammonia. Can I have some? Sure. I'm done with it. Too easy on that stuff. It gave me a terrible headache. What is this FTP business? Excuse me? She's uncomfortable. Maybe you should drop this line of questioning. Huh. My empathy says I should cut it out. But what what do you but what say you, Jake? I mean, I think um one would contextualize what we just said, whereas two might mm. sound more intimidating. I feel like, but you know, empathy mm. suggests otherwise. So I don't know. Mm. Oh yeah, this street sign says "fuck the police." Oh, well, I didn't write it there. I'm just sitting here. I think we got an easy off ramp here. Yeah, it's all right. I didn't mean to start. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, I have to run. All right, let's go. <laughs> I've never heard that slogan before. What's going on with that? Because it's failed revolution, huh? Because it's written, there's some ambiguity where you, you don't know how it's being asked. If it's like, what's oh, oh, this fuck the police business? You know, or if, yeah, it's, yeah. Or if it's like, what's honest did? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. It could simply be. I'm very curious about this. There he still is, looking right through you with his white eyes. The body below is entirely dedicated to that corpse smell. Emitting it is all it does now. So then with the ammonia, I guess, let go. go. Okay. Oh, right. We have to do that, right? Yeah. So the the ammonia gets us plus one. So the ammonia gets us plus one, so it doesn't actually help us that much. Um, Oh, wow. What's our endurance stat? So our physique's pretty good. We got four endurance. It's not actually terrible. Oh, so, but it's early in the game, so it's you know, the stats are going to be lower anyway. All right, let's roll. Check. Right, right. Crack open the ammonia ampoule. Oh shit! Breathe in. The odor of death is still stronger. It's a spell of the mind telling you to run, and your stomach to ring itself empty. With your eyes huh? squinting, you stand in it. Do they always do that? They do after seven days, yes. We are deep in decomposition here. The man before naked, but for a pair of underpants and enamel boots. His skin is greenish, marbled with decaying veins and blotched by lividity. A fading web of tattoos covers his chest and shoulders. The cargo belt used to fasten him to the branch above appears industrial in strength. Inspect the boots. Yeah, I'll go from bottom to top. The material appears to be ceramic. Its clean white stands in stark Mm. contrast to the decaying flesh above the knee. The man wore thick polymer socks, probably for padding. A fine array of interlocking plates covers them. Delicate and fragile. They feel alien hmm. to the world around you. Out of place somehow. What kind of boots are these? They're armor, no boots. Technically speaking, these are sabatons. 
Okay, then, what kind of armor is this? Ceramic plate. Zirconium dioxide, most likely. This is where the make would be. Under the hill. Where? Fairweather. Fairweather model T500VE. I'm guessing that's vitreous enamel. This is advanced stuff. This material looks out of place here. It is. It's expensive. Hmm. We've requested similar material for our tactical units for years now. The constabularies deemed it too costly. In that time, we've lost six men to semi-automatics. See, that's what happens when you defund the police, you know? This, this <laughs> is what they want. Yeah, this, this is what the left is going for. Yeah. Uh, well, but, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's be balance, balance budget centrist, right? How much are we talking about? For a full set, about four years <laughs> of wages. Ka-ching, baby. By catching, do you mean let's not log them as evidence? <laughs> let's kill them? <laughs> What was that about the constabulatory before? You need to push some buttons if you want to recruit the lieutenant in a conspiracy. No, that's that's not what I meant. Of course. <laughs> How could this man afford such expensive hardware? That's for us to find out. My initial report on the area suggests he was a security guard for the Harbour Company. But that's just hearsay. Mm, he's like pretty advanced for a security guard. I agree. This equipment is way beyond what a guard can afford. What happened to the rest of it? The locals probably scavenged it. It would be odd if he had more on after seven days. Mm. We should keep a lookup for these pieces. The armor could yield information. Maybe he'll know something. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I gotta if talk to that kid again. Pieces, it will help me protect your mortal coil. <laughs> Why does my mortal coil need protecting? Yes, bullets will fly. They always do. And the coil is fleshy and mush and permeable. Cast it in ceramic shell. Resist death. Mm, maybe he's just wearing these boots and there is no rest of the army. Ever think of that? Pain threshold? He must have worn something precious underneath his clothes. They've removed all his clothes to get to it. They did not just trip him for the putrid rags. Then where are these clothes? Have you seen any around? In the yard. But that's a question for the red hat thing. I hear you, cop, talking shit about the Kuno. Come here and say it to Kuno's face. <laughs> fuck you, Kuno. You wanna fuck <laughs> me, huh? You wanna fuck the Kuno? Ignore. Say no more. This is about the corpse and inspecting it. Thanks, Felician. Hmm. What if they told him the strip before they hung up to demean him? They usually hmm? hang them completely naked for that. La puta madre. The Mazda. The Besmertis and the like. This one still has his underpants. What? Are you trying to ignore me now, fuckface? Kino, this boot shit is super boring and the guy's a total vitupaz. <laughs> <laughs> Their nad side is really fun. <laughs> Let's knock on the boot. A small bell-like sound fills the air, like tapping on the side of a porcelain cup. Suddenly, your biceps coil up. Your elbow is sharp and cocked for a punch. Sounds fragile. It's anything but. 
This material is a kinetic redistributor. It spreads kinetic energy horizontally from plate to plate, dissipating it ah. entirely. See? Faint organic lines cover the plates where they separate into smaller ones. These plates then divide into smaller plates until there are hundreds of them altogether. Like the scales of some ancient white monster, cracked and pearly. Yeah, thank you for the love. Thank you for the Lovecraftian interjection, Nederland Empire Months. It's always helpful. Always put things in perspective. Let's see. I think we gotta pull this fucker off. I want those. Boots. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna. Well, can we pull it off and still be investigating, or is it like, is it then tampering with the evidence? I mean, it's our job to tamper with the evidence. Like this is the investigation. I suppose you're right. Pull the boot off. This feels dangerous. Are you sure? Hmm. Hmm. We got high physique. We got high physique. Well, we could just rip off a limb by accident. It's been hanging there for seven days if we... But, on the other hand... Yeah, I mean, our Inland Empire is high too, and if it's telling us not to, that might be that might be a uh, might be an. I'm thinking we might accidentally rip his leg off or something. True. Like, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. The sabatons dangle off the man's decaying form, ageless and synthetic. So we just gotta back off and look at the. the yeah, let's just back off. Look, look at the corpse on the cargo belt. His torso covered in tattoos and extremities blotched pink and blue. All right, let's ex- inspect the belt. The hangman's knot is pulled tight by the weight of the corpse below. Yellow, hard-edged polyester cuts into his neck. Above, a sliding buckle ties the belt to the branch. Mm. Oh my, there's something on the belt. A familiar word that speaks to the thirst within you. What was that? Oh, a word? Vermilion, in yellow letters, along the length of the twisting cargo belt. Only a deep longing for vermilion golden spirits lets you decipher the fading logo of the local brewery. Oh, that's right. It's about this. He's an alcoholic. This is, uh, this is a bad time for a drink, right? Extremely. What kind of rope is this? Industrial strength. You can use for tying cargo to lorries. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It looks like something you'd like mm-hmm. use to tie stuff in your truck. Like in a circus. Right, right. When or a the circus. circus leaves town and they tie a black spotted giraffe to the wall of a carry pen. Like in a circus for transporting black spotted giraffes? Uh, <laughs> no. More like in uh, Harbor. <laughs> like the one just east of here. I get a sense they used whatever was on hand without paying much attention to not incriminating themselves. <laughs> yeah, so they, did, they, didn't give, they didn't really even give a shit that you, this, this would be traceable, you know? Like, they only left no, him no, for like seven days, so... Yeah, they sure wanted him to stay there. The polyester seems strong. Not mm. really polyester. It's still reinforced. See these lines? Uh-huh. This is where the wires run. I see rabbits for more than 20 strands. This makes getting him down much more problematic than I had assumed. How'd they even get him up there? A noose is one of those things that's easier to use one way around. I think they lassoed the branch, then pulled on the belt, buckle closes. 
It's what I would do. Seems easier than climbing up there. We're assuming dock workers from the harbor did it? The brief suggested as much. Politically motivated by the ongoing strike. Did you not get a briefing? Uh, no, they might have forgotten to brief me. me. The first we get. Alright, let's back off. The cadaver hangs from the cargo belt, limbs limp and torso covered in tattoos. Alright, let's get let's inspect those tattoos. An intricate web of blue lines stretches across the torso, from the right shoulder to the solar plexus. Each time they intersect, a small white star is formed in their crossing. Hundreds of fading asterisks riddle his skin. The concentration is highest around his heart. His corpse is marked by stars. What will mine be marked by? Alcohol and heartbreak. Damn. It smokes cigarettes. It will be riddled with disco. Let's go! Decay is creeping on the tattoo. Already, most of the canvas that's holding it has darkened. Now, it disintegrates slowly, letting out a stink. Mm. Is this a national pattern? Of no nation that I know of. If anything, it reminds me of religious illumination, last or penultimate century. Men who live harsh lives often turn to innocentic worship. But which one? I see no trace of a humanoid figure. Innocentic. It does not stir patriotic or religious sentiment in you. What it does is speak to the wounded, limping animal, the male in particular, unable ah. to communicate in anything more than grunts. It's impossible to tell if its advice is right or wrong. I want to see what, what is. I'm missing something here. What the hell is half late again? Let the body take control, threaten people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm missing something here. So am I. Yeah, a sudden ringing fills the air as the tenant pulls down the zipper of his orange jacket. He takes a thin piece of milled aluminium from his coat pocket and pulls it open. Sounds like a sword being unsheathed. A small lens appears. Some sort of camera. Let him work. Yeah, let him cook. Let him cook. Shit, Kuno! What the fuck is that? <laughs> An instant color camera. This is the first time he openly acknowledges the kid's existence. <laughs> I have only two ampoules, so nobody move. I don't want to waste one. A sound, a shrill flash, followed by the breaking of a small ampoule of glass. You see streams of color pour onto the thick, glossy piece of paper rolling out. Fancy. Color photos? Cool machine. Yes, it is pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> what do we need this photo for? It contains insight to the victim's person. By his build, <clears throat> I'd say this was a man of physical violence. The story he wanted his body to tell was important to him. It is his letter, to us. Someone should decipher it. We need to show it around. Hmm. Here. Say nothing. Near. Don't lose it. Huh. He, right. he gives it to you anyway. The glossy-eyed corpse okay. looks by, his mouth mute, and his skin as colorful as the chemical rainbow on the photo paper, teeming with opportunistic organisms. 
You've acquired an interactable item. Investigate this item further by going to the interact tab in your inventory. I like how when the hanged man like is giving you information, it's like a character who's talking to you essentially. Mm-hmm. So I've been anxious to look him in the eye. Okay. His eyes are milky white and blind to the world, protruding comically from their sockets. There is no one home, just subaquatic terrors there. Dark brown hair grows on his head. His face is ready to explode from the organic processes inside. The death's head grin has passed. What remains is an unrecognizable mess. Underneath the curdled meat, there is an expression, not carried on his features, but below, inside. An expression mm. of pleasure. This man was experiencing joy at the moment of his death. Tell me who you are, dead man. Oh, okay. That's a high, high the roll check too. You got a good chance. It's a word. I'm gone. I can see you're gone. But who are you? I'm a joke. Look at me. You are now, but who are you when you were alive? A killer. A motherfucker and a killer takes one to no one. I have another question for you. Go ahead, Cobar. Why were you feeling pleasure when you died? Maybe I was getting my rocks off. (laughs) (laughs) So you were feeling sexual arousal when they were hanging do I look like an erotic auto-asphyxiation type to you? Yes. Captain Coppadromo. I fear we are <laughs> drifting away. Fixating on sexuality again. Let's go with a simpler question. I'm not hearing a no. I didn't hear a no. So that's... Yeah. What is happening? What do simple you question. mean? I'm talking to you. It's the power of your imagination. Yeah, man! Don't be crazy! <laughs> Inanimate objects and dead people can't really talk to you. Your wild imagination is doing this. Ask some more of those questions you love so much. He loves those. I mean, you know, the imagination is... It's a spaceship. It can take you anywhere you want. It's true. Where have you gone? Into the wild pile yonder. Where is that? In the past. Way out in the west. Why do I love questions so much? Because you're a copperoonie. Look at all of them go. (laughs) Do you want more questions? Yeah, give me more questions. Here you go, you loony. <clears throat> hmm. What do I feel like I've forgotten something terrible? Because you have. Okay. Well. I, I hate you. You stink and you're boring. Yeah, this guy's giving us nothing. This is bullshit. Do I remind you of someone? Ah, uh, myself in the bathroom mirror. There you go. Look at that bright kid. We're birds of a feather, you and I. 
Soon you'll be just like me. Just keep drinking and having a good time. It's a matter of weeks. Is this an after-school special? What is this bullshit? Yeah, for real. Feeling nausea, vomiting, tenderness or pain around the liver area, tiny red lines on the skin above waist level, more like days, copper. The clock is ticking. Your liver tells you so. Hmm. Is my name Rooney? Fuck no. You're no Rooney. I do strike myself as a Rooney. <laughs> no, you don't. Between you and me, your name is probably Harry. Oh, enough. Come back oh, later, Corporal. Amuse yourself with my frank manners and my memento mori features. If possible, <laughs> also, see me in your dreams. What the fuck was that? Uh, what's really interesting is that the the voiceover has nothing to do with what's written there. I'm scared. Uh, it throws in a little uh, line and shit. Yeah. Let's uh, go ahead and take a step back. As you narrow your eyes, the monster before you blurs into a violent mess of green and pink. Only the lower extremities are pink with a dash of blue. His fatted hands thighs and his neck just above the noose the rest of the corpse appears dark green in the cold spring air mm. stop relax the cadaver slowly twists <clears throat> on the collar <clears throat> belt his torso covered in tattoos and extremities blotched pink and blue alright so how do we get him down are you sure we finished the preliminary examination of the cadaver we might miss some of these things once he's done slowly twists on the cargo belt his torso covered in tattoos and extremities blotched pink and blue we could ask him another uh, question but he seems like he's just giving us the run around yeah um, we could we could talk to Kuno I guess try to see if he's got anything but should we just get, nah, maybe, mm. we can get to Kuno yeah, let's just, just get him down yeah let's get him down fine the steel reinforced belt presents a unique challenge. I brought chain cutters, but I don't see a good angle of approach to the belt. The cadaver is a good 1.2 meters up. Neither one of us can reach the belt without assistance. And even if we do, there's the question hmm. of cutting it. Maybe we can shoot him down. Yeah! Hmm? Bang bang time pig, shoot his head off! How? Hmm? Ah. Oh. Uh, just, um, I don't know. Just, you know, shoot yeah. up there, maybe? Buckle, where it ties the cargo belt to the tree. If the shot hits that, then there might be a small chance to release the belt. I feel like this isn't the best plan. Yeah, now we're talking. Entertain Akuna with some shit. Especially because Kuno likes it. Don't miss. Mm. The pigs will miss Kuno. I think Kuno S might be right. The lieutenant is undecided. On one hand, he wants to shoot some gun. On the other <laughs> hand, it's an awfully stupid idea. <laughs> Say nothing, let him choose. Silence. With his elbow shot, oh, shit. Gonna the do lieutenant it. unzips his jacket and produces a lightweight oh, fire. Shit. He drops a paper cartridge in the barrel, separates paper. the scouring stick, and gives the cartridge five tucks. 
Oh shit, okay. He then steps back and assumes the fellow's death's position, taking aim. The corner of his eye twitches. His finger is on the trigger. Shoot that motherfucker down. Oh no. He's gonna fucking The kissed voice is drowned in a shrill blast that echoes off the walls of the surrounding tenements. A cloud of smoke slowly parts in the air as the lieutenant steps back and says to himself, God damn it. <laughs> he feels bad about it. About his eyes, mostly. Just having bad eyesight. Probably from a young age. Whatever you do, do not console him. Thank you, Empathy. Kuno could have hit it easy, but then Kuno's not fucking handicapped, is he? Hmm. I think, I think... Try again, maybe? No, no, come, we can't. We can't. Well, well why not? What? Yeah, what's come on, like? Okay, okay, okay. okay. He, he doesn't want to be consoled, right? Give him another shot. No, he already, he already did it. We didn't break anything, and the victim remains uncompromised. Any right. more mistakes could put us in an unfortunate position with the locals. We have eyes on us. I didn't do us any favors with that. All right, what now? I have to say, it's beginning to look <clears> unlikely <throat> we can get him down without assistance. Hmm. But he could saw the branch. Climb up there and saw the branch? Yeah, either one of us could do it. We could use the kid's ladder on the side of the tree. I don't trust that ladder. The assailants didn't use it. It's rotten and less sturdy than it looks. And I don't see another good way up there. Honestly, mm -hmm. I prefer a non-acrobatic solution to this. Why? Clown cops climb tree, fall down. Enraged cop assaults children after falling from tree. <laughs> Creating cop, they like that word, saws the branch he's sitting on, mm. literally. Local children report corpse mutilation. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, I, the, I, I, like, I like this. I always say the press are just so unfair to our boys in blue that, you know. Fuck yeah, climb that shit, monkeys. See, you're only making them do those things less. Now, I do want to say, though, it is interesting in the world building that the press here is basically always looking for opportunity to actually shit on the cops. And the cops are, yeah, are no, actually funded. Yeah, and, and you apparently have, you know, like, I don't know, a half of a, of a detective that's on the case that seems somewhat sympathetic. Like, yeah. th this is remarkable fiction. Is this a good time for you to come out as a... As, you know, a big, you know, pro-cop socialist. Yeah. One of those uh, sewer socialist types. Yeah, oh, we're just playing, a, just playing a little disco Elysium, but it's actually your, like, long-shot, like, LaRouche reveal. Yeah, look, all I'm saying is, is that, you know, working-class people want to be safe on the subway. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know? And oh, I think that, you know... Jesus you know, People, you know... Oh. Yeah. Oh, my... Um, I, I, yeah, I would, like... I taste pieces in my stomach. Hang on, I need to grab another drink to wash that out of my mouth. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I'm pure stomach acid right now. Ugh. Yeah, rest in peace, that guy got fucking murked. Jesus Christ. Okay, and I'm back. We know this is like a post-revolutionary world. And the revolution has failed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that that's what we got so far. But the people shit on the cops, so I feel like some things saved from the revolution you know what i mean like if i mean there's still cops if revolutionary history is anything to go by all these people 
have, you know, justified resentments, but they're not going to try that shit again because look where I got them. But at the same time, like, the press talks shit on the cops, you know what I mean? Like, the cops clearly, they don't have the best body armor, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, our main character is this drunken piece of shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we, we made some, like, you know, like the revolution made some like cop bolt golden boy turn suicide alcoholic. Yeah. Nah, listen, I see, I see, I see where you're going with this. It's not, it's not all him. Um, but on the other hand, people still live in like this. So yeah, Cle- clearly it didn't, it didn't work. Yeah. That, that, I feel like that is like a, a remnant of the rev. I'm not saying, you know, there is like, there's like remnants there. Um, you know, it's not just a world of like proprietarians who all like, you know, you know, dick suck the police constantly because they want it, they want their they want to protect their mortgage values. Okay. Well, it, it seems it seems like people are too like disenfranchised to have a stake in the society to like fillet the police mm-hmm. and so much. <laughs> okay, so uh, what what are we what are we doing here? Um, I, I, just just to lean into it, I'm not I'm not afraid of newspapers. We shouldn't be. We should be very afraid of newspapers. And the radio stations too. We should be wary of enticing them in any way. This is years of experience talking. He's seen career after career ruined by careless media strategies. So they have me too in this world as well. Damn. Oh my god. Why don't you just fucking write for contact already? Jesus, man. (laughs) All right. uh, So we're just gonna let these kids bully us and they're not doing our work. What I'm proposing is. We save acrobatic tricks as a last resort, after we've tried everything else. This is sensible. Yeah, all right, cats are ready. I love Mulkapot as a, uh, as a, like, uh, slang for cops, I guess. Like, unless it's another way to say faggot. Um, Probably later, but I was going to say, it's sensible yeah. because, you know, we that also gives us time to get our physique and motor works thr- uh, mm-hmm. stuff up. Mm-hmm. So if we do have to resort to that stuff, we'll actually have some decent stats, and we'll have better roll check chances. I'm I'm not too worried about us in a in a melee fight, but it seems like we're uncoordinated as shit. Um, speaking of which, can I have the gun? Can I try? You want you want to try and shoot? You you don't have you don't have you don't have a gun. Oh, he's gun. He's gun. Can I have a gun? I should try. Us shooting firearms like punks. Go ahead. I'm not stopping. <laughs> oh, this is the sorriest pair of pigs Kuno's ever seen. Yeah, take it, you fucking banana poika. Take it and shoot yourself <laughs> in the mouth. Um, feel the weight first. The cold piece of bakelite and gunmetal is surprisingly light. Your fingers fit right through the guard, instinctively resting on the trigger. I don't like this. I'm be honest with you. For Kuno, tell him to shoot himself in the mouth. This is making me nervous because I'm worried we're gonna fuck up the body. Kuno is uh, silent. Aggression gathers in the air. The trigger feels oh, delicate and ready to break under your finger. The, well, the problem is now we don't have a choice, and we're totally railroaded to pointing the gun at the belt. The buckle comes into focus in your sights. You stand with your feet planted oh, firmly in the ground and your left hand supporting your gun arm. Why don't you just shoot yourself in your f- mouth? At least you won't miss. Uh, oh, okay, first. so first we say shut up. That's the first thing. What? You're gonna fuck me? Okay. You're gonna fuck me, pig. We could try it. what this is about. 
We could try. Mm. Let's give him his gun back. We gotta give him his gun back. All right, Alyssa, let's, let's close my, let's close the left eye first. <sighs> okay. Your field of view narrows. The branch slowly moves, becoming entirely two-dimensional. The metal buckle glimmers, catching the morning light as the corpse slowly rotates. As you wait, your breathing slows down. Some mosquito-like organism buzzes in your peripheral. Look, he's crying! You gonna cry now, fucking faggoty? I don't like these odds. I don't, I don't like this. The odds are not much better. We're still only a 33% chance of actually hitting it. Yeah. I do think at this point, giving the gun back to Lieutenant Kitsuruki is our best option. I wanted to see those odds, though. Always tell me the odds. Enough gunslinging for today. What about the body? We need to access the harbor and ask the leader of the Union to have it taken down. They have the tools, and they have men. Ah, oh, God, why don't we just begin with that? I did not want us to be indebted to Everard Claire. I wanted us to be able to deal with it ourselves. That is clearly not the case. We need help. You need to suck my dick! Why the fuck am I still alive? Who's Everard Claire? The leader of the Union. A dangerous and corrupt man. One you don't want to be indebted to. I'm always saying okay. this about, I'm always saying this about unions. Like they're just dangerous, they're corrupt, they're you know sorry. Yeah, th- th- yeah, this is why you should read my piece in Sublation magazine about how we should cherry pick all of the council communist stuff that's anti union and yeah. leave the rest, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> okay, so we're saved. Let's let's go over the inventory real quick. Alright, so we still got all oh, okay, so we got items. Got his handkerchief. We got the picture. Oh yeah, we got the instant photo, the tattoos. Yeah. You have to admit it looks quite cool. Uh, let's check our check our journal, our tasks, okay. So what do we got? We gotta pay for the damages to the whirling rags. Uh, we gotta get the badge. We gotta find out who uh, called for the crime, find the gun. Yeah, we gotta ask Kuno about the armor. Um, we gotta ask him about the case. Uh, ask around. We'll ask different people interview about the tattoos, and then we gotta get the body down, and we need ever Claire's help. So I guess we can start with Kuno. But yeah, let's let's, let's ask Kuno what's up. I'm getting the feeling that's just his oh, name, Kuno. Kuno. The boy turns you. He doesn't care. Um, I want to discuss the body with you again, Kuno. Uh, where's the rest of his armor? Kuno doesn't give a shit about the armor. Okay, how come? Kuno's fucking's got one big thing wrong with him. He's a fucking mutant. A mutant? Look at him. Fucking growth hormone shit. He's a giant. Mm. The armor's too big for any man. Kuno okay. doesn't give a shit about that freak armor. Kuno threw that shit away. Oh, come on. He's just pretending that he doesn't care because he's too small for the armor. <laughs> yeah, you just too small for the armor, kid. Get the fuck out of here trying to fuck on me with that midget shit. Kuno's 12. He's huge. What are you? Fucking 80. When Kuno's 80, Kuno can fit four of you in Kuno. Fuck out of here. Trying to fuck on Kuno. Fuck out of here. What do you mean threw it away? Kuno tried to get the helmet on. It was too big. Kuno kicked that shit in the sea, rugby style. That shit means nothing to Kuno. So you threw it in the sea? Yeah, 
that shit means nothing to Kuno. Kuno doesn't give a shit about material shit. Kuno's a fucking monk. You wanna fuck up right. anyone about that armor? Go fuck the mustached union fuck. The jolly troubadour shit at the gate. I can still see the spirit of the revolution. Kuno lives on. Uh, what do you mean, troubadour? Yeah, cocking boot. You know that jolly union cow fucker? Came around talking about cows or some shit. Came around pretending like he cares about cows. So yeah, he's the one you want to talk to. He's fucking crazy about that armor shit. Coming here pretending like he likes cows. Trying to catch a peeper Kuro's armor. Go to the gate. Ask him yourself. Yes, this troubadour has it. You can feel it. More on this later. Right now, let's talk about something else. You're testing Kuno's patience here. Get lost, f- uh, I have more questions about the crime yeah. scene. The kingdom of Kuno? The fuck do you want with it? I think we got it. Uh, yeah, I think we're actually out. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Kuno doesn't give a shit. Kuno doesn't right. fucking- I'm off. Okay. Kuno's really performative about not caring. I think he cares desperately. Yeah. I think he just wants Kuno asks, I think. Like, he's really cool. Yeah, I think deep down he wants a father. That's what I think. You know, I think that's probably the biggest problem I'm seeing with this world is that there's a crisis of fatherhood. <laughs> um. All right, so where, where are we going? Do we, do we want to go? Where do we want to go? All right, so there's just like... So do, like do, a crash do, train and shit scattered around. Right. This do, guy saying, Haha, welcome to Reva Hall. Do we want to talk to the magazine guy or do we want to keep going? Yeah, what's the deal? I love the world building. Okay, let's look at the magazine. Let's see what's got over there. So you got Jump Jams, a popular musique mag. Mm, mm, you got mm. uh, a, a, a glossy magazine. Most, most able-bodied men. Ooh. <laughs> no, 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 they're much hunkier. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, this shit. Is, oh, this is terrible. You shouldn't feel threatened by handsome men. Don't be silly. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. Let's... <laughs> Welcome. Saffron Picker. Uh, let's see. Uh, why are you uh, addressing my partner like that? Don't you welcome to Revachol me. My grandfather came here from a 3,000-year-old racist isolationist culture, while your ancestors came to this island a mere 300 years ago. Okay, this is going to be one of, the, one of those kinds of conversations. Mm. Every school of thought and government has failed in the city, but I love it nonetheless. It belongs to me as much as it belongs to you. What's, uh, what's happening? You sound angry, Ken. Is that, I don't know. I like this one better, frankly. Well, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. That's the right thing to say. Yeah. But I like that this cop is an idiot. Okay. It's a man like you who keep Revachol divided, making it that much harder for everyone to climb out of this post-war limbo. Limbo? What's, what's going on here? Oh, come on, man. I just said, uh, welcome to Revachol. Uh, it's a lorry driver thing. Wait, did he just become in the description racist? Oh, no, he was racist when we got there. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I know exactly what you meant. You think my kind doesn't belong here, that I should watch my uh, and behave. But you see... Wait, no, I, I think it did... RCN, it's actually my job to make sure you behave. I would advise you to remember that. You think it retroactively changed? 
I, I think it I think it posted it because I didn't see racist. I, I felt like until yeah. yeah until we uh, we we cl- like clicked that and got more contacts. Yeah. Okay. Unless I'm just too yeah. white not to see racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I oh just, look, it's just a lorry driver. We just glossed over it. We said <laughs> racist. Yeah, but whenever what you know whatever it says racist, my mind just turns off, and I'm like, ah, let yeah. me focus on every other detail and yeah, just get it. Yeah. Let me, you know what? Let's be really meticulous about everything with that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Silence. The air between them becomes tense. Your partner needs backup. Now's your moment to shine. Fucking A, Kim. I've got your back. You do make a cute couple. Oh, Don't Jesus you know Christ. Now he thinks we're gay. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean. And resumes his regular calmness. Well, now that that's settled, we have a couple of questions. Whatever you say, officers. Ah, Jesus Christ. What are you hauling? Oh, not much anymore. I'm here to pick up some cargo, but the dock workers are on strike, so uh, it's a sit and wait on your ass situation. What kind of cargo are you supposed to pick up? Apples. Apples? Yeah, apples. I take it you had other questions? He's given you the runaround. Let's be honest, you were bested. Mm. What was that argument all about? Uh, it's about biological determinism, natural law, the sorting of the races. Not the most popular topic nowadays, with a coalition in charge and all. You might want to change the topic. That is, bury your head under the sand like common sheep. Change the topic. The way he says it makes it almost sound like a threat. Oh, so you're just a racist. Makes sense. I'm not just racist. Look, I've read books. Ah, the science of racial theory has all been proved. Even if uh, some people don't want to accept it. People oh yeah? What's your podcast? That you and me are superior by design. So, uh, naturally... We Occidentals should be in charge. Obviously, you can see the merits in that. I think this. Oh, you you write for the Platypus Review. I think that, I think, no, this I don't think this guy has a podcast. I think he has like one of those formerly YouTube, but now like Rumble channels where it's like nine different like thumbnails on a Zoom call, and it's mostly about how like Ooh, right. how, how like women like don't want to go fifty fifty on a date. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, I'm, you know what? I'm glad they cleaned up YouTube, right? Yeah. You know, I think there was at one point, I was like, no, we shouldn't let these private corporations start calling the shots for our speech situation. But most corporate boards are better than, you know, I don't know, let's say when a right-wing billionaire takes over the company. Yeah. Anyway. So let's see. Um, yeah, I can tell you're a prime example of superior design. Open your eyes. Haven't you noticed something different lately? An unfortunate downturn, maybe? Huh? When members of the superiority cease to believe in their innate superiority, they stop competing for resources. Okay, and? This concerns you, policemen, so you better be vigilant. The damn kits are showing up good lately. Same with the mosquitoes. And the other intruder species, too. They're on the precipice of cultural victory. Yeah, when he says invasive species, he throws a sharp glance at your lieutenant. Uh, right, I've already made up my mind. You want to... Oh? 
Yeah, I'm not down at this. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Don't push your luck, Runt. All right, let's let's so, let's beat it. Yeah, this guy sucks. So yeah, you know what? Like that's this is a very interesting situation. This is not this is not your normal cop situation. Yeah, like this guy has no problem just like talking shit to you. Which which happens when minorities are police officers, but there's some um, you know revolutionary coalition that's trying to integrate people instead of uh, what this guy's got going on. Right. So, and, and also, like, he's not kissing the cop's ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it reflects... Oh, no, no, no. For this thing, he has distaste for them because they represent the, you know, cop integrating, like, non-pure version of, of the society. I'm just There's gonna, a cultural victory. I'm just going to walk away from this. This is... Okay. Yeah, that, guy, that guy's cringe. Okay, so we got we got a guy at the center of a group of men pointing and shouting something. Let's, let's see. Okay, these, these look like normal lorry driver. Bastards! We have a right <laughs> to work! Okay. Uh, is it just weird? Does he kind of look like Peter Dow? I don't know who that is. Okay, don't worry about it. Alright, um, let's see. Yeah, What's so going on here? Hold up and stay frosty, everyone. Cops are here. A little bit of trivia. I think in the original voiceover, um, this guy was played by Felix Biederman. And so there's just like tape of him chanting, right oh, to that's work, funny. right to work. You know, I can see from, you know, the old, the old dirtbag point of view, that being pretty fun. Yeah. I will say like, this, I think this game does hold up. Like there's definitely like, you can tell, you know, like this is like a literary thing that, you know, a lot of, a lot of work and passion went into. Uh, this is much more thought out than anything on the millennial lab. Like, yeah. for real. Like, and fiction, I used to be one of these people that was like, why are people so obsessed with fiction? Why don't we just look at reality? And, I, you know, I have so much more of a respect for fiction and this sort of literary mode. You know, I wish, number one, instead of saying, why should I, said, why should I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, money down. Right. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, beat the honest worker down, scab leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't handle us. Cause gives the workers strength, gives them power. We have a right to work. Besides... We're not that different. It helps if people see us talking, cops and strike breakers together. Shows authorities are on our side. Builds confidence. He actually, he actually kind of, you know what? I think this is more aiming mm. to be like um, Vincent mm. D'Onofrio. I think that's what they're after here. All right. Well, if I'm if I'm not getting these references, Jake, you got like certainly there's some listeners that yeah, would benefit. Where are my Vincent D'Onofrio heads? <laughs> yeah, where's your D'Onofrioites? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Peter Dow, I will say, Peter Dow was basically, I think he was like a, a Clinton campaign staffer who flipped to Bernie <laughs> later after he got like radicalized on Twitter. But before that, he uh, was a very successful pioneer in the field of techno music. 
He was a Lebanese child no soldier. Shit. Lebanese child soldier became a techno musician. Worked a lot with Bjork. He made the beat for uh, Big Time Sensuality. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so what are, uh, what are we what are we what are we telling this guy? Big time sensuality. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've chosen any sides yet. Might be time. Don't let the fat bastards tread on you. Cops tend to side with the higher ups. You're essentially still workers. Thank you. I don't trust cops, but I can see you understand the right to work. Right to work. Yeah. What kind of cause are we talking about? Rights of people. Rights of workers. To have gainful employment. To make a salary. And feed their families. It tells you that this is a scab leader. And right to work, of course, being a right-wing slogan. But so much of his rhetoric is is, is all working-class identity politics. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I don't trust the police. You know, like... Stuff that, stuff that is like the socialist form. That when you know you get fascism, that form gets abstracted away from the communist content, right? Well, yeah, and the, those forms it, well, are it, easy to hijack. Right. Well, in a position where workers do have some within the society, some kind of situated negotiating power. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, that's the rhetoric that they adopt because they have to. You know, again, you, you even see it in a modern context with like I, I, mean, I was joking earlier about like this, the subway stuff, but the people who want to defend mm-hmm. like essentially like choking somebody to death with no, you know, legal repercussions. The people defending that are being like, well, working people ride the subway and they want to feel safe. And you're just a, you're basically just a privileged liberal right, right, right. for criticizing what this guy did, you know. Yeah, yeah, and any working person would just would kill someone, right? Yeah. Like because working people are just inherently extremely violent. That's how they just get they navigate their lives. Um, that that makes a super a lot of sense. Really sounds Sorellian thinking. Lol. You remember when we read Sorel? One of our Swamp Side members at the time said, "I don't even know if this is an enemy camp text," and that's when I really I didn't get it then. But the scale started to fall from my eyes. Hmm. I don't remember anything we recorded more than like two months ago at this point. <laughs> I feel like weed affects me differently than it does other people. I'm not sure what that's about. So, regardless, I have some questions for you. Maybe you should ask them the questions. Like, why we're not allowed to make a living here? Shame on you! We have families to feed, you piece of shit. He points a finger at the man sitting on the railing. So do we, Scott. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a point in talking to these people. Okay. Because I don't even feel like playing dumb about the strike. I think it's kind of obvious what's going on. Let's go talk to the person that this guy doesn't like. I just want to check what this dot is here real quick. Oh, yeah. That's uh, G-R-I-H. Okay, good to know. Grrrr. Both sides. We need both sides. Okay. That's what we need. Let's talk to this hipster-looking dude. Call me... Call me Maniano. Okay. What did he just call you? A... Oh, no. <laughs> Not this again. You just got away from that fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to just lean into this. No, I don't want to deal with this yeah. again. Did you just call me a fag? 
Don't like, I said scab. <laughs> I'm not a scab, I'm a cop. I was just messing with you. No one's ever seen a cop scab. Imagine, you cops going on a strike, but then another cop comes in and says, let us <laughs> cop for less money. <laughs> Speaking of, what brings the RCM here to the wild north? Come to see the strife? A fascinating response from our union leader, not taking the FTP stance at all. Like, ah, oh, f- hello, fellow worker. Um, this guy just seems like a chill dude, too, you know what I mean? Listen, his name is Call Me Manana, yeah, and he yeah. does seem like a chill dude. But also, in the abstract, thinking of police unions as a completely valid, normal form of representation just seems to get the, at least our cultural situation, very wrong. Yeah. Anyway, but, you know, this there is a weird dynamic with the cops in this world. I've come to Martinez investigating a murder. Murder, huh? That sounds like a lot of hard work. You'd never see me investigating a murder. I like this guy. Yeah, it's actually very fun and easy. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. Post Laventuri said the same thing. They tried to get me to be their postman. So fun, so easy, they said. It's just walking. <laughs> it wasn't. I'm doing much better here at the harbor. Being an honest union man with a lot of free time on his hands. Yeah, I love this. Like, he's just digging this strike. Yeah. He's like, I don't, have to, I don't have to work today. This is great. This guy is very charming. Well, it's like, uh, bro, we need to make the strike infinite so we can do communism. Woke. We need to do the strike infinitely so I don't have to work again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if people think that that's, that's not a motivation, successful strikes sometimes it is. I mean, obviously, when people are hungry, the solution is have some infrastructure. Anyway. Yeah. I feel I've, like- been re- I've been reading about the, the big general strike in uh, Barcelona, like, like 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the biggest and most successful. And I just don't feel like that ever came up when we were talking about general strikes. Because a lot of the anarchist history that I was involved with was so, like, I guess ethnocentric. Didn't even look at Europe, I guess. Mm. <laughs> well, I think it's also just, like, there's just, I don't know. When we were doing the show earlier, we were younger. We hadn't read about a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of, like, corners of, like, global, you know, proletarian history that I have not really got to. Like, I still actually haven't even read enough, I feel, even on the Russian Revolution, for that matter. <laughs> you know, I just haven't gotten to it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if I like, you know, the level of Russian Revolution that some nerds are doing. But, like, I guess for something like a, the history of a general strike, not pointing to the anarcho-syndicalists is, a, is just weird. Like, if you just think it through, like, that's kind of their thing. Like... Right. I'm looking for assistance with a dead body situation. Body still hanging in the tree? Hey, that's a rough pickle. Can't help you with that, sorry. I'm not really an admirer of dead bodies. Might be someone else from the Union can render assistance. Mm, does this mean you can let me through the gates? I don't operate in that capacity. I'm not a granter of passage. The passage grants itself. That's simple. I just walk in. Okay, this guy's he just took a swig of his flask. This guy started to wear on me a little bit. Like, this, what is this? The passage grants itself shit. I walk right past Measurehead and go in. Okay, so past Measurehead. Yeah, the two and a half meter tall Semini Supremus is there. Ooh. Right past him. Right. Then press the button to unlock the door. 
Uh-huh. Then go past him again. Okay. You enter the arbor through the office. Stop. Yeah, for some reason this doesn't seem like it's going to be easy. Don't worry, I'm sure it's not completely impossible. For example, you could best measure head in a physical confrontation, or you could convert to a semi-supremacist worldview, or, hmm, maybe it actually is completely impossible. Um, has anyone here ever bested him in a physical confrontation? Not yet, no. He's incredibly strong. Nothing a couple of solid hooks from Dexter and Sinister won't fix. Hmm. Uh, has any of the scabs tried converting to his worldview? Jean-Luc himself would say the philosophy has proven overly heroic for the scabs to convert to. Not enough intuition. Oh, wow. So there's, first of all, a lot of opportunities to convert to racism. But more importantly, um, you know, there's a little fascist merger formula that was just... Uh, <laughs> pointed to here. Why don't you get those butthurt scabs connected to the racists? Anyway, got it. Another thing. Sure. I think we gotta go to... Uh, yeah, he's whist whistling a jaunty tune. Um, hey, you're the man in boots at the gates. Kuno said you know about the armor. <laughs> the little boy had the good on his promise. His promise? To get me into trouble. To sick the pigs on me. Pardon the choice of words. Not mine. What happened? I was asked to look into that armor situation. Official union probe, you know. Track it down, see who took it. Did you? At first I thought, why not? Maybe the pieces can feed the strike. Buy us a few more days under the sun, you know? So I went to this boy. He said he'll make me his prison bitch. He's got eyes everywhere, and the cops in his pocket, and he's the king of Jamrock. Serves me right for doing menial footwork. I dropped that probe right then and there, and it still got me into trouble. One bad move is all it takes. The probe into the armor. What did you learn? I learned that people don't want to talk to a drunk union man about some armor. What else? Not much. Technical stuff, mostly. That was the interesting part. What sort of technical stuff? I did some research into this armadura. Let's say I have friends at the library. Mm. I didn't get into the material science, just how it comes off. How does it come off? In parts. Four in total. The helmet was the first to go. The kid says he tore it off and kicked it into the sea. I believe him. The boots were still on the guy last I saw. Too hard to remove. So, as I count, there are two parts missing. The gauntlets and the cuirass. This is where I left off. Too much hassle. More like a job for some militia. Mm. I think we gotta go through all these. I yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. I think we just go one, one, hold two, up, three. four pieces. Oh, okay, but hold up, four pieces helmet, cuirass, gauntlets, boots. What about the leggings? Oh, they're just gone, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> if they ever did at all, forget about them. I did. I'm gonna find one piece of it. One is enough. Are you sure one is enough? I feel like we want as many pieces as we can get. <laughs> Why not? I mean, because, I mean, because, oh, I mean, okay. If, if I thought, I thought, hold, hold on a second, Jake, you're giving me. You're mixing the laws of robotics here. I thought I thought you said we we're gonna go the bottom of these. Well, no, it's shifted. This is a different. This is a different. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, because uh, option two is the same as option I think three on the last one. I'm ambitious. I'm gonna find all of it. 
all yeah, the pieces. And these, if we if we yeah, fish yeah, out yeah, information I, on I, as many of these, they're gonna be scattered around. We might not find all of them, but the more we know, the more we can find. I've I've played LucasArts games. This okay, is the okay, central, cool. like the central. There area. are junior officers out there, eager to prove themselves. I would leave some for them, and I would leave the boots to processing. But okay, let's find all of it. And Mesky is epic then, all across Martinez. I hope it will be a real bonanza for you. <laughs> so Kuno used us to what, scare you? It's a minor nuisance. It's all good. He thinks, <laughs> not yet. Better to get this business out of the way. Sweeter then. Hmm. Thank you for the cooperation, sir. No problem. If you see that kid, thank him from Call Me Manana. Thank him for showing me the way. He is sincerely okay. grateful. He is not tracking down pieces of armor right now. It's a strike about anyway. I just uh, as a side, I do like the I do like the bomb version of the. Of the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit short on money, right? Pretty no, funny as to ask a striking worker. I'm sure the big boss will be glad to tell you. You'll have to ask him first. He's a chatty guy. Wants to talk about the strike. Return once you've met the union boss and are on a better footing with the organization. Nice talk. Gotta get moving. Alright. So, I will say, there is there is something to asking for money. Because remember, we gotta pay the fucking bartender to have a place to sleep. And we only got, like, 40p here. So, you know. Does time, like, matter in yeah. this game? Like, it is it of. gonna get too late so and we're like, gonna have to go to sleep? It's like midday right now, so we got time. Probably. Okay. Okay, you got the right thing. Alright, let's, so let's, let's talk to one of Let's Can we talk to one of his pygmies? No, we got... There's three of them. They're, they're NPCs. We can't do anything. We can't talk to them? Alright. I was gonna they, fish for information. They don't, yeah, they don't highlight. At least, maybe they'll highlight later. I don't know. We'll see. No, but so they're not even NPCs. Your degeneracy. Yeah, Measurehead. His body totally betrays his degeneracy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Don't say anything. Size him up first. <laughs> There's some really funny responses. Yeah. My my favorite, my favorite is uh, my body's not betray my degeneracy. Um. So they're saying nothing. Size them up, uh, or I think I think one and four are the best here. But I, yeah, one and four. Yeah, one and four are totally the best. Yeah. You follow your authority. Yeah. Because yeah, well, we the, we do the, have to sort of earn his respect to get in there. If we, it's a good stat. We got a good like base baseline here. You know, at least relative to the you know the rest of the. Yeah, we're dumb as rocks and we can't shoot for shit. But yeah, um, yeah, let's just size them up. Are you admiring my morphophysiology? It must be frightening to stand in the shadow of this racial pinnacle. Be calm, I'm sandwich. You are not in danger because you are not a threat to me. Yo, ham sandwich. My body is unimportant. I'm with the police and we need to get into the armor. And well, we need to get into the harbor. Uh, yeah, I have never, I've heard bacon. I've never heard ham sandwich. That is yeah, precisely 
the negligence that has led you to succumb to Al Ghul. Al Ghul? You reek of it. An invisible sword of Al Ghul emerges from your throat. You cannot see it, but others can. It is I'll, making I'll the woman in my company sick. I, I like four. I just look. I, I, I like. I like. You're right. I'm an alcoholic, and I, and I need a dead body to be known. I, I like four. It's like no. Look, I just have a snifter of brandy at Christmas. Okay, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get another drink. Occidental Aplo Group B4 is done giving orders around here. The influence of the ham sandwich race is waning. Okay, I thought ham sandwich is a cop thing, but it's okay. It, yeah, Interesting. This, this is probably like. I think the, it's cock. Yeah, this, I think it means cop. This is like the most advanced. Like he's on, he's on, he's on Haplo Group shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, Occidental Haplo Group. Well, this, this is, you know. There are circles like this that they not they don't just stop at fetishizing IQ. There's really good um, genetic research that you know basically disproves biological racism. But if you want, you can right. just decide it doesn't. Get like really I don't know horse race stassy with um, haplogroup groups and like the genetic drift patterns and that sort of thing, and make up all kinds of shit to muddy the waters that you want. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, and it's like, a viable, it's a viable thing to do because anything reactionary, anything that generates engagement is is encouraged, and that kind of stuff really gets a rise out of people and gets noticed, if nothing else. Well, yeah, and like, so this guy, yeah, so he basically lifts weights all day and like is on the internet, right? Yeah, right, and is on is on like racist chats and like uh, he learned about like haplogroups groups from memes. Yeah. Show him the ham still got it. <laughs> Actually, I think the ham sandwich race still has it in them. <laughs> Willingly calling yourself a ham sandwich, how far the Occidental Ablo Group has fallen. You were once a noble and powerful race. You gave the world eugenics, electricity, and powerful weapons of war like missiles and aerostatic aircraft. You made great gains in metallurgy, race theory, and statecraft. You dominated lesser cultures like the deformed Hemians and the inexplicably potato-obsessed Koikos. But now your ascent to the genetic summit has halted. You are obsessed with sadness and with frivolous pop culture. You will be superseded. Isn't that right, babe? It is, baby, yeah. You know it. <laughs> there is a button right behind him, just out of reach. It must be the one that opens the door to the harbor. This man is not budging. Let's hope his superiors inside are more cooperative. This is so, okay. This is interesting. It's not a, this isn't a so two is not a roll check, but it seems like it should be. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Anytime he asks one of his pickmies for a, like a little boost, they look like they are fifteen. Like, mm. and yeah, this 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 whole guy's thing is disturbingly plausible. Um, because he's just you know enunciating a basic decadence theory with some like yeah. Uh, 
genetic techno babble in there. Also, like, ah, oh, you know, you, you invented great things like the atom bomb and racism. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, just push him out the way. Okay, we're going for that. Let's see. Yeah, just get him, get him the fuck out of here. Uh, okay, that's why. That's, right. We just learned why it wasn't a rule check. Page of history <laughs> with dignity by inviting the other races to a great world war. Yeah, that did not work. The Seminine Islands and to Boogie Street, and we will pulverize you. When you are gone, we will build a museum for you. The walls will be lined with bottles of Al Ghul, your beloved beverage. Inside, we will store the oaths to homosexuality you call art, and your microcephalic skulls. This is your chance. He's talking. Rip into him with a punch and catch him off guard. No, don't rip into anyone. You're sensitive. Remember? Communicate. Okay, so this okay, so we got a couple of roll check options here. One, we can try and own him by his own logic. Oh, you serve the union, but aren't they white? Uh, what are your, we can ask about his tattoos, which might have some connection to the guy on the tree, maybe, maybe not. We have roll checks. So we can try and subscribe to his race theory. I don't think we're smart enough to subscribe to his race theory, Ooh. even if we wanted to. Physical instrument is low. That Unfortunately, is- we have a better chance of sub- subscribing to his race theory than we have for a physical instrument, but I'm not interested in subscribing to his weird race theory. Um, conceptualization is bad, too. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, we're, we're dumb as fuck. Yeah. Um, but we see art in the world is interesting um, because... If you notice that his portrait is actually like it's some uh, you know pretty decent degenerate modern art. Um, oh yeah, sure. true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What are those? What are those tattoos of yours supposed to mean? Racists are generally not very good examples of their race. I am not like them. I am craniometric perfection. I have taken the trouble to permanently draw a phrenologic grid on my skull and features. This should dispel any doubt. Hmm. Yeah, I think I was to say nothing. Your silence betrays your inferiority. <laughs> you do not have a reply. You should enter a deep race lumber, perhaps... In 4,000 years, there is need for a servile homunculus. So I think now is time to deploy. You serve the Union, don't you? Aren't they white? Uh, don't be vulgar. White or not has got little to do with this. The race enigma runs much deeper than that. Oh, this is going to be like three pairs. There must be some friction there. He's keeping it well hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but you still serve them. How does that factor into your life? Mr. Claire is a man of vision and means. He has the will to confront polycultural capital. Something your race, nativistic communists, never did. Interesting. Mm. Also, oh, wow. to serve is noble. It takes discipline. Your petulant individualism has only contributed to your race failure. 
it is lax and moronic. I think we gotta, we gotta do two. Well, let's see. Let's, let's, let's analyze the situation here. So this guy is loyal to the fascist union. Like, it sounds like this guy's a fascist you, like union leader or something. Yeah. Because or, or, this, this guy really likes Yeah. Like, or, or just a strong guy, you know, that that's maybe it has the preferred racial makeup. Or this guy is just deluded and he's basically reading shit into, you know, the business dealings of this guy to justify his position of having to, you know, be their bruiser or whatever, you know. Yeah, I was I was thinking of saying just individualism is my jam. Jam. Individualism. You have gotten these ideas from degenerate youth culture, have you not? You have picked them yeah. up from rock and roll songs? I have gotten them from disco, actually. Offshoots of the Seminese people invented disco while having sex under <laughs> the influence of cocaine. It is a shame upon my race. But what is done is done. I am not surprised you enjoy it so much. This has happened to many of the side products of the inevitable cultural victory of the Seminese race. Wonderful. I need to enter the harbor now. Or maybe you can take the body down yourself, maybe. What you need is to come to terms with extinction and never get in that dead body down from the tree. Kim, what do you think about this? I think this racist is better than the last. But the next racist will be the really good one. I like the previous racist, actually. Hmm? I see the, the, uh, the previous uh, racist did not pose an immovable obstacle in entering the harbor. These just a moment. are just jealous, Jean-Luc. What's that? When Kim says, uh, he seems surprised at your choice of racist, but then slowly nods. Yeah. Is <laughs> it's just a well-written, very witty line. Okay, so our, wow, our, our only options is physical violence or subscribing to his race theory. Or we, we have, or leave. We have roughly a what a sixty percent chance of failure subscribing to his race theory. Roughly like an eighty percent chance of failing to knock him out. But I just, I just want to fucking knock him out so bad. Well, here's the thing: if we leave, we can come back, and this roll check will be here. So presumably, we can level our stats up. And maybe get these numbers up. Okay, so what you're saying is, is something like the uh, anti-fascist sequence from uh, Rick and Morty once they realize that the people that like them are fascists. Uh, like, uh, where they had two of their characters lifting weights and then beating the shit out of Nazis. Is that or, or cutting to a montage of sorts is what you're saying? Well, possibly. I mean, we might be able to get those stats up. But again, like, I think we would have to have the physique build to really be able to pull this off, and we don't, so... I mean, we could just try and get our ass kicked. You know, you're right, because I think, I think the way the stats work, it's... We could try it. If it doesn't work, I think it'll be locked until we level the stats up. So I guess there's really no downside to trying it. See if the uh, the forms are with us this day. I, I, you know, rather doubt. But this guy's an alcoholic with no respect. 
Oh. And fuck this racist. Also, one other aside, if we want to unlock some of the games, there's like a communist side quest, like a communist theory side quest that I think will have a lot of interesting okay. things to chew on. We will have to select the yeah, yeah, yeah. options sometimes to get there, so... Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, if uh, if, if this starts doing really well, you know, I'll, uh, I'll sl- start selecting the uh, communist option. But, you know, there's always a chance I just might go... The uh, no gods, no masters route, like in Fallout New, New Vegas, you know. There's a, it's always a chance. It's always a chance. So, it depends. It depends on the goodwill. Yes, he has crushed our hand. Your little fist is in his giant hand, and he's squeezing it. It hurts. You must hurts. be out of your mind. Degenerate drunk. Say it. I am a degenerate alcoholic. I'm a cop. Your fist cracks in his hand like a ripe apple. Pain shoots up into your brain as he's twisting it more and more. The words to the song have changed. Say, I am a violent drunk. No, I won't say fucking anything. Your hand twists in his grip and the pain blinds you. Still, you press the words out of your swollen <laughs> mouth. Okay, so it's worth noting we have two uh, health stats left. Uh, if, they, okay. if they're depleted, we die. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now leave before you humiliate your homoerotic organization any further. Yeah, so to, to level let's up... Just, let's just leave. We'll have to improve physical We still need to get into the harbor. We need help mm. with the tree situation. There must be another way. Hmm. He's looking at a whirling group or whatever. Let's talk to Kim here. Let's see. I'd appreciate it if yeah. you didn't force us into situations where I may have to shoot random civilians. Because that won't get us anywhere. I'm not even sure the one bullet my chamber holds would even prick that hook. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think it's worth a shot, honestly. Um, let's see. <laughs> but I was fighting bad on the savory ideologies. I'm a hero. Is that where we're going with? Yeah, I like that one. We are not here on some political quest. We are here to solve a crime. Don't make the situation any more volatile than it already is. Ah, oh, but he's the one trying to provoke me. And you're just going to let him manipulate you like that? Mm. Okay, I was trying to assert my dominance over him. We are not here on some political quest. Oh, we are somewhere. here to solve a crime. Oh, Don't yeah, the situation any more volatile than it already is. How else are we going to get through the gates? There must be some other way. Let's go see the yard again. It faces the other end of the harbor. We're done with Measure Head here. I can't promise that. I might attack him again. Lieutenant groans, but <laughs> doesn't say anything. That's right. You should do it again. It's the last thing you'll be expecting. Alright, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, let's roll. Still picking or door kicking up this one. It's uh, an electronic lock. Okay, in case it's straight, press cut. Okay, yeah, that's up. That's press button behind the card. All right. All right. Well, thanks. I'd leave, but I don't want to get beaten up. 
One of the stri- is that one of the striking workers that says that? I think so, yeah. What's, what's this thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's a little dot. Okay, Lori stored fuel here. Now they store booze. Okay. You want to check out the store? Yeah, let's go to the store. Okay, so we got what do we got here? We got some, got some beef got some flowers. Ooh, very nice. Got nice. Radio. Yellow roses. We got this little, little melancholy pop song. The tear machine stands in the corner. A sign says, "One bottle equals ten cents." What is this machine? Hmm? Oh, that's the tear machine. Yeah, but what is it? It's a machine for tear. You know, you find tear outside, like bottles or whatever, and put it in the machine, then it gives you money. Ah, I see. And how do I pick up tear for the tear machine? You need a bag, I guess. We used to have some, but we gave them all out, so... Feel free to use it if you find a bag, though. I'm sure there are some out there, somewhere. Can we talk to her? Frit, feel free to look around or something. Everything is out on the shelves. What's that magazine yeah. she's reading? What magazine are you reading? You mean this? Hmm? This is Pop Stars. It's got like famous people in it. It's not for sale. Um. So let's see. It's not like it. That's so strange. Uh, there's there's a, a strange response that says, I approve of this. Very futuristic. And you tap on the cover, which don't select it. Where the there's two girls kissing on it. And so that's like a that's like a strange a strange choice. It's very uh performative or threatening. I'm not I'm not even interested in the magazine, I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Before we before we go on, what is a frit? And it has three T's. Frit. And what is frit? A seven to eleven grocery store. With three T's. I think they think that the extra T makes it funkier. It doesn't. Okay, let's proceed. I have some questions um, for you. Okay, I'm not really supposed to be chatting to anyone, but. Can you tell me anything about the dead body? Um, I don't really know anything. I mean, I know it's there, but I haven't seen it, so... How long is it... No, we actually know that. What do you think happened? Um, I don't know. No need to worry. It's just standard procedure for us to ask around. If you hear anything, let us know, okay? Okay. Do you know the man who died? Not really not really does it mean um no I didn't know him at all mm, thanks for your help uh huh alright so that's so that's that eventually that's that well, I think we're gonna have some money we'll be able to buy stuff in there so yeah yeah we'll be able to collect uh oh, god what was that called and it says a frit sick so like yeah, they're so, like, we know, 3T is weird. Um, 
I guess we can collect a uh, fair. Right? We can just collect like bottles and shit. I think it's tar. I think it's in a T. Fair? Shit. Alright, whatever. Alright. I can't get this game's nads out right. I should just use nads out. Okay, so. Is there a way to replenish our health? Is that like sleeping do that? Um, I think you need to. We need to buy stuff. Alright. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Um, okay, so let's review. We got, uh. Just review and I'll listen. Okay, yeah, so. We can confront Kuno about the armor. Um, we can ask him about the case. We should probably do that. Um. We still need to get the body down. Um, we can get the try and get the boots off the feet. Uh, let's find the armor pieces. That'll probably take a while. We've got a few things done. Okay, yeah, I was just looking over. So yeah, it looks like it looks like we actually have a skill point. So we could possibly oh, level. So we could up. level up our physique. I think it might be a good idea though to. Um, Sniff around the environment a little bit, though, first. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. We could go this way. Let's talk to these guys. Can we talk to them yet? Mm, I don't think so. Let me just look at this thing real quick. It's a coin-operated viewer. Okay, let's get to these guys. Have you no shame? Whining about your back every time you bring out the measuring tape. Rene, you are a man with a fork in a world of soup. Please, let's just try to enjoy the game, all right? I'm trying to, but you keep breaking my concentration. You're old. I can see that. We're both old. Now stop grabbing your ass like it's a girl. These manly men are playing balls. This is a ball game. Grab a ball and play it. Don't ask questions. Shoot first. Ask questions never. <laughs> Shouldn't I ask what game it is first? No, you got this. There's the ball. You're the game. So the roll check, we got a high chance of the roll check working. If we observe them first, we're able to get the stats up on that. Or we can listen to the physical instrument and just go for it. I think we should just grab the ball and show them how it's done. Yes, let's go. You are immediately surprised by the ball's lack of weight. No matter. You make it work. God, this is right. You feel the familiar tremble of excitement and adrenaline that precedes every victory. Time has frozen. Feel the ball. The cold metal ball is surprisingly smooth against your neck. It has a pattern on it. Probably a sponsored ball. Yours would only be covered with bumps of learning and scars of victory. Already, your muscles are adjusting to the weight, the nervous system calibrating, until you and the ball have merged into a single entity. The mass ball is ready. Take in the surroundings. 
A chilly breeze ruffles your hair as you stand there, feet firmly planted. All sounds, smells, even the wind. Everything fades until the only thing left is the union of man and ball. There is time for a last glance inward. Where am I? An embodiment of pure motion. A fine-tuned locomotor running at maximum efficiency. Behold the fear and confusion reflecting in the eyes of the two feast geezers. They are in awe of your superiority. You are a god to them. Some would still say you're a cop, but I guess we're beyond that now. The inertia can be contained no more than a bullet leaving a gun. Let go. Be the bullet. Merde! Bordel de merde! What the hell is your problem? <laughs> Not weak, right triceps, that's for sure. I don't care if you are a cop. You do not just ruin someone's game. It's so goddamn disrespectful. Hmm. I'm sorry. I like this. This is the uh, this is the Doctor Troy answer. We'll go with this. Okay. <laughs> Sensing anger. Vandalize the <laughs> game, son. We can't play petanque with five bull. I thought it was shot putt. Well, it damn well isn't. It's petanque. You ruined a petanque game. We want our <laughs> bull back. Take it easy, Rene. This is just a misunderstanding, isn't it, officer? No harm done. Of course there's harm done, you iron slug. You are as a goddamn bull. Okay, I will try to fix this. Good. Mistakes are forgiven when men at least try to right their wrongs. I believe you will try. Now, why did you approach us? Just talk. Uh. It'll smooth things over. Old people like attention. Do you know anything about the man hanging in the backyard of Whirling and Rags? Unfortunately, I don't. Unlike most of the locals, I have no qualms about assisting law enforcement. But this affair has passed me by completely. And most of the locals? In Martinez. The union is the law. So can you really blame them? But you don't have a problem with the cops. Cop is a pejorative term. I don't have a problem with policemen. On the contrary, I admire the effort to bring order to our streets. This guy's this guy appreciates a strong man. Yeah, we so yeah, we uh, we found the bootlicker. So Yeah. So again, you don't know anything? If I knew, I would not be afraid to tell you. I simply don't. I'm an old man, not a coward. The daily business of the riffraff no longer concerns me. This is a man with a lot of past, but little present and almost no future. No, no, no. He's not a bootlicker, Jake. It's just that, listen, when cops work for, you know, the dictatorship of the proletariat, the workers' state, then, you know, they're no longer, um, they're no longer actually police. You you can change the name and they're something different. Oh, okay, my my Um, bad. bad. Yeah. No, no, no. This, This guy is just a true socialist patriot. Um... You seem to be playing in a crater. Yes. The terrain here provides an interesting variety to a familiar game. Do you know what created it? I do. Fire from heavy artillery. But why? Why what? 
Because that's what Why was heavy artillery used? your country, execute your supreme leadership, and turn your capital into a slaughterhouse. You use heavy ordnance to clean up your home. Wait, wait, wait. Who are the commoners again? Commies, communists, socialists, anarchists. Call them what you like. They just chose the name to feel special. Senseless sentimentality. Did you use artillery fire against them? Sadly, no. It was the foreigners who brought them to their knees. We fought valiantly. Too valiantly. So valiantly we got licked. Should have fought dirty. Like they did with this suicide sex cult propaganda <laughs> and mad anarchist women strapped to shrapnel bombs. We didn't so, and we lacked caliber. God bless him, but the suzerain's cannons simply weren't big enough. Why shell them here in Martinez? Because this place is a damn beachhead. Had to soften the commies up first. Yes. The beachhead? Military coordinated amphibious landing to take back Revachel. He finds your lack of historic knowledge troubling. A sign of mental deterioration in the preceding generations. Martinez was used as one of the three footholds in Revachel during Operation Deathblow in 08. The other two are off in Stella Maris and the Delta. Hmm. Deathblow. Sounds grim. This here is blood ground, where coalition boots first made landfall and cleaned those rabbit dogs out. Mm. Most likely... We're playing petonk on their mangled corpses. Blood ground. You got old René going there. Like he isn't hungry enough already. Hold on, the coalition. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, officer. I hate those foreign dogs, but uh, the enemy of my enemy and all that. They're the lesser evil. Oh, that explains all the war damage. Damn right, son. They laid the fire of hell on the city before they stormed it. And it worked, too. He There's a seven. This radical oh. approach knows it was necessary. There is a, a nice little narrative. Not the Nez. Oh, sorry, sorry, what was that? And now the Union Socialists are practically running the place. There's a nice little uh, like footnote in the dialogue, uh, uh, like a narrative note. That's There's a strange gleam in his eyes before the half-light uh. kicks in. And, and saying, well, he knows it was necessary. If you've ever read, you know, any Stalin, and I know you have, the phrase necessary appears here and there. It, it's always an interesting, uh, it's an interesting word, necessary. Is it historically necessary? Is it logically necessary? So we're getting some deep lore, or just some, you know, basic sketch of the lore here. Yeah. That, that the, go the government, that the weightlifter racist deadlift 88, the government he thinks is communist is actually a reaction against some proper commune arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically, they, yeah, they basically came in and, yeah. Crushed some kind of local communist movement. Right. Well, it's your own damn fault. You, we, the coalition, Revachol, whoever you want to blame. Never finished the job. Officially, the party never surrendered. Of course they still all influence. You don't even begin to truly understand the players on the table, let alone the specific circumstances surrounding the... What do you think? I think the right thing to say for our character in this situation is nothing. I don't think. I just do. I'm just so damn sorry it had to be the coalition. 
After eight years of fighting those hyenas, boiling cats for food and drinking piss in the mountains, I would have preferred if the right honorable King Guillaume returned to Evershall, or even if that damn clan Frisell had risen from the grave and led us. Sadly, that was not the case. This royal failure weighs heavily on him. Instead, all that is just, holy, and beautiful in the world was wiped away, and now it's neon signs with toothpaste ads everywhere. Foreign influence peddling garbage and stupid music on the radio. This is just what the commies wanted. This was the plan all along. This is what they wanted to replace the role of the suzerain with. Hmm. What exactly is a suzerain anyway? Suzerain is the king. Has everyone forgotten already? They've forgotten already. Soon, they will forget everything. Him too. Then he chooses anger over melancholy. It's no use talking to you. You were still in Daddy's balls when it happened. When we took our last stand against the filth and rode the cavalry straight into gunfire. Mm. What's the composure, Jack? Very low. Yeah, yeah, 3% or not. Very low, that's not happening. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let talk to his friend. Yeah, he seems a little more sensible. How down myself. This is divine. Yes, that's what you need, Gaston. More padding on that fat ass of yours. I hope your heart gives out. Rene, it's a little pleasures. Life doesn't need to be a, a struggle. Hello. Gaston knows how to live. How might I be of assistance on this fine day? I, I don't think I, I can ask him good conscience for a bite of his sandwich. Why not? Maybe I'll get her health stats back up. Oh, God. You know what? Can I have a bite of that? Looks that looks delicious. Sorry, officer, but I really don't uh, yeah, care. Okay, uh, no. The only one you have. Nothing personal, just a. Pri- Unfortunately, you skipped a good line. Nothing was- personal, just a principle. <laughs> <laughs> and talked a good walk game, but uh, not not a commie, obviously. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Gaston still still knows how to live. Um. This is hilarious. <laughs> So there's, please, man, can I just have a bite? Don't be a dick, Gaston. There's plenty for everyone. And okay, I'm not that hungry anyway. Which I think is the funniest response. I think that don't be a dick is like... <laughs> 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 don't be a dick, man. Give me some sandwich. <laughs> it's like somebody you just met. And you just, that's like, this, it's pretty perverse because there is not plenty for everyone. It's very... It's, Alright, now that we're talking this out, maybe maybe we should be talking these out more because people can't see the options. Yeah. I think don't be a dick guest on this bloody for everyone. You're going with that one. <laughs> I think I think it's the one. Believe me, officer. I wish I could help you. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. To keep my blood sugar stable. In my age, you need to pay attention to these things. You can barely hear him. The sweet smell of pickles in harmony with gum. Can I, can I feel bad? Marinated onions emanating from the sandwich. <laughs> driving your mind in a singular direction. It must be yours. Unfortunately, we've been railroaded by 
<laughs> no chemistry. Yeah. It's a one or two, please, friend, let's just share it. And then there's, you're not hearing me, man. I need the language. Which is like, uh, I, mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I mean, I don't, I don't want to muscle him. So let's, please, friend, let's yeah. just share it. It's soft bomb. Fuck off. It's mine. Okay. Sorry, officer. When the dissidents come to right oh, no, no, no. country, he hides. Don't scare. Try to get a bite of his deal sandwich and he gets claws. We are a special kind of vermin, Gaston. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, what kind of rhetoric do you need to convince them? It's a, it would be a legend. <laughs> yeah. What, what is, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah that's, that's an intellect. Yeah. We don't, we don't have yeah, to yeah. I genuinely wonder how many communist podcasters, well, first of all, I wonder how many, like, you know, tens of thousands of communist podcasters played this video game on a stream or a Let's Play or something. But more importantly, I wonder how many of them didn't do, like, a, you know, mm, I'm a book smart, like, you know, kind of, like, uh, build. I would sort of assume that that's what most communists would do. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did on my first playthrough, so... Well, no, hey, I probably would do it because that's the kind of person I am. Uh, right? Like, yeah. I, I think this is funnier. Yeah. Okay. Should we ask him about the dead man? Yeah, tell me, what do you know about the dead man? I heard someone was hanged and left on a tree for a week. But that's all I know, really. Come on, you must have heard something. No, officers, I'm sorry. And I really would like to assist. You are both good guys. I can see that. Then help them, you wimp. You have plenty of shoulder with the ghost caviar in the Union. Someone must know something. I wish I could, but I just don't know anything. I always keep my nose clean and don't gossip. Everyone knows mm. and respects that. Respect? Yes, something. Sounds a bit like you're holding back. I'm not. I'm not even anyone. Of course he's holding back. His mouth is so full of union <laughs> quick he can't even speak properly. Can I at least finish my fucking sentence before you piss on it? Is that okay, René? I'm not anyone impotent in the union. I just know mm. Are you a union member? Oh, in many ways, yes. Like an honorary member. I attend meetings and parties. Help with little things. Everhart, Edgar, and the older debarders all know me. In many ways? Oh, yes. So you're not an actual member? Not in the technical sense. I don't have a vote or a membership card. But Everhart keeps me on the payroll. Just mm. for little things. Of course he's not a member. He's not a member of anything. I knew that. He's a Vesavain. Turns to where the wind blows and tries to look important. I hate this socialist rabble, but even siding with them is better than living your entire life on defense. <laughs> Never committing to anything. Pick a damn side already. <laughs> I think we got it. What are the little things yeah. you do for FR? Writing work mostly. Occasionally, he needs something written, and I happen to have a way with words, people say. Oh, so what kind of things do you write for him? Oh, nothing official, I assure you. Just essays for the newspapers. 
about Martinez and how things are and how they could be. Evrard and I have these long talks where... Where he tells his little penman exactly what to say. It's commie propaganda, plain and simple. You should be ashamed of yourself. And who is this Evrard, do you know? Everyone in Martinez knows the Clare brothers. I taught these boys human studies and history in the gymnasium. What do you know about history? You never witnessed history. Only heard about it years later, when it had already moved on. You don't know history. The old soldier mumbles something under his breath and turns to face the sea. Let's try not to get caught in a crossfire. Lest we leave riddled with bullet holes, this animosity is ancient. Well, uh, thank you very much. That's all for now. No, thank you. For being consummate professionals, you'll have this case wrapped up in no time. I think we should try another legendary. We should try the legendary tech and uh, try to get him. He's the first really legendary. We're going to kill this man. All right, bye for now. <laughs> okay. This, so game, this game is fun. Okay, so we've got to, we've got to find a lost boulet at some point. Uh, if we throw them, I feel like getting the boulet is, might be the key to getting the helmet. Maybe, maybe we can get the helmet if we get the boulet. Uh, we can try. Where's the boulet? Is, is we, it just like in there? Yeah, you just threw it in the water. Alright, we just go in the water. Or, I guess we, or we'd have it's to like. Under by Bigfoot or something. Or we'd have, to, we'd have to find another one, I guess. A similar looking metal uh, speed. Yeah, I'm sure there's more than these. You see a cat here. It's a terrible expression. Okay. So. Let's see. We need to get some money. Try to turn the badge. Call Sylvie on the court on the shortwave. Track down the gun. With the armor. Let's okay. Let's let's ask him about the case, and then we'll call it night. Sounds good to me. Yes. Tell me about the case. What do you want to know? Literally anything about it. I can't remember a single thing. Ah, uh, yes. The case brief you missed. Now I remember. Brief. Yes, that sounds good. Three days ago, the RCM emergencies desk received a report about a security guard who was found hanged in Martinez. An anonymous caller said there was a dead body behind the Whirling and Rags Hostel cafeteria. The cadaver had been there for four days. No one had come to investigate. During that time, the victim had been stripped of his belongings. The caller did not identify him, but used the word lynching. There is an ongoing labor dispute between the local dock workers and the logistics company Wild Pines. I was told we should approach the death as part of this dispute. Wait, does the briefing say who the victim was? A security guard or worker of some sort hired by Wild Pines. This was just hearsay mm. from Martinez, of course. We need to find out the truth. Okay, he's a scab. Why, why didn't we know anything about the caller? They didn't identify themselves in any way. The tone was muffled using a device of some sort. The desk could identify neither the caller's age nor sex. Why hide themselves? There's a strong prejudice against involving the RCM in what's seen as union matters. The Dock Workers' Union is the de facto police in Martinez. Now it appears they've started executing too. 
We cannot allow that. Uh, hold on. And the RCM is... That's us. The Revachol Citizens Militia. We're the police in this city. Uh, let me just make this perfectly clear. Our, our job here is to find the killer. That's right. Would you say this is a mysterious case? No, it's not a particularly mysterious case. Why not? The deceased is a security guard for a corporation involved in a labor dispute. It doesn't take a DeLorean polymath to put the pieces together. I just don't see the case getting more mysterious than that. Yeah, so you got two different options here. You got, um, I was thinking something otherworldly might be involved. You know, something supernatural. White male in his 40s, what more do you need? I think labor disputes are mysterious. Um, okay, so the case probably isn't mysterious, but could it be sexy? <laughs> I was thinking going for the meta answer. I was thinking something otherworldly might be involved. You know, something supernatural. I can assure nothing like that will happen. Do you know why not? Are you sure? I think something is already happening. No, something isn't happening. Because it's not part of reality. There's something the lieutenant isn't seeing. The universe is too irrational. Too morally complex. You should convince him. If we're from different precincts, why are we on the same case? I'm afraid you and I are pawns in a... a pissing competition. His disdain is clear. This man would not use such an expression otherwise. Hmm, what do you mean? You don't know? I assumed you were in on it. You know what I'm in on. Retrograde amnesia. Better still than an imbecilic cop-off. Cop-off? It's just stupidity. What kind of stupidity? The cop kind. Our precincts can't decide if Martinez is part of Jamrock or the Industrial Harbor. Yours or mine. As if we somehow own parts of the city. Typical street gang mentality. So we've let the Union make a mockery of law enforcement here. And now it's come to its natural conclusion. Ah, so this is a struggle over who runs Martinez. Well, sort of. It's less a matter of who gets to police Martinez than who has to. It's an orphan district, in other words. I think the dispatch desk just told both our stations about the hanging. There was quite a brouhaha at the 57th, I can tell you that. Time to settle it, they said. Cop off. But I assure you, I am not their finest or toughest with 102 cases solved. What I am is least interested in a pissing competition. So he volunteered to represent the 57th but not out of competitiveness. On the contrary. I wonder what this says about me, that I was sent by my station. Hmm. Probably have an unbelievable kill count. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, no, no, no. Don't be scared, but I think I might have supernatural abilities. I like, I mean, of these, of these, I like, I would try to teach you a lesson in style. I also, but also like, I just like that he uses the word augury. It must be an augury, yeah. an ap- apocalyptic omen sent by my people. Can you guess my message? <laughs> a bunch of these are super funny. The competitive answer is hilarious. There can only be one conclusion. I am the finest. A case-solving machine sent to outperform you in every way imaginable. <laughs> which is the... You know, the proper communist answer in this context. I think we make a communist points for that one. I, I, um, I mean, yeah, I think this is more like the delusional tie kind of thing, you know. I'm, I'm thinking, don't be scared. 
but I think I might have supernatural abilities. Supernatural. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. He opens one hand and looks at it. A moment passes. Which school do you subscribe to? Mambo or Jambo? <laughs> <laughs> I like one. <laughs> yeah, <this is> so good. <laughs> yeah, one is... So what? I'm going to read these. What? One... Wait, which one is the one where you hear your tie talk to you? Two, Mambo. I have a vivid interior. I see and feel things. Three, Jambo. I get these strange shivers from being hungover. Just before, a chill was found my belt. And then four, I think I might have both Mambo and Jambo. I imagine strange things and get the cold chills too. Actually, oh, I like that one. Uh, okay, yeah, that's good. I kind of like two though as well, yeah. but we'll go four. <laughs> I didn't know that was even possible. It must be a great burden. It's both a burden and a gift. It's good to have uh, an ambidextrous paradetective in a labor dispute. I can see why they sent you. Should we go? Uh, so you volunteered to spoil it. Uh, do we want to say that to him? I don't know. Oh. Maybe we can say it. Oh, oh, oh is that dickish? I'm an unrepentant spoil sport. I think I think acknowledging that he wanted to sabotage yeah, the competition yeah, yeah. is is part of establishing trust with him being like look yeah, you're right, you know right. I'm not I'm not I'm not here to compete with you at first read dickish but actually yeah you see what you mean I see what you mean yeah the only other thing we can do to bond with them is to demean the prize what's special about Marinese? <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait oh wait oh shit I hit the right thing oh fuck hang on Oh, yeah. What's yeah, special about Martin? Pointless matter. Forget I ever mentioned it. Yeah, I guess I'm oh, no. oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Oh, but he's bad that it was. No, no, it's cool. I, I tried to just pick neutral answers to get back to where we were. I don't think it really matters anyway. We picked it. We picked yeah, it up. Uh, okay. That was cool. So we picked up. We picked up some roll checks. Okay. okay. Yeah, the roll check for logic is funny. It's formidable. Why did the 41st send me? And you cannot figure that shit out. No game theory. Just your brain is smooth as a koala. Well, I guess as a, as a koala's brain. Because koalas themselves not that smooth. Smooth as a dolphin. All right. So we got... Uh, we, somehow I, I accidentally unlocked this roll check. Uh, convinced Kim there's yeah. a sexy, dark mystery twist in the case. Let's leave that. Let's, let's leave that for... Okay, you want to leave it for next round? Yeah, for next round, yeah. All right, because I think uh, I think that's a fun one to start with. Yeah, is letting Kim in on the Twin Peaks situation. Yeah. This is way better than Twin Peaks, by the way. Like I know it's that's probably a big inspiration. I'm just enjoying this so much more. The uh, explicit political themes is a big, it's a big leg up. Okay, I'm gonna click save. Quick save. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if you like this. Uh, you know, let me know, and I'll play more communist. There is, like, a side quest where it gets into, like, a lot of... It, it's it's an interesting riff on, like, an, you know, sort of, like, alternate timeline, like, communist theory that it digs into that I never finished when I did my run. Cause I, All right, so we should, we should go on that. Yeah, because I, I accidentally triggered the end game uh, before I could finish it. I see. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to probably select a few communist answers to get it. You, you get plenty of opportunities to, to do these things. We need the audience to believe in communism in their hands. Otherwise, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I might just give up and just be an individual. I don't know. 
we're, we're gonna have to figure this out on the next episode of Swampside Disco Elysium. power we have a right to work besides we're not that different i don't give a shit i'm fucking done i'm done mentally this is the fucking end loincloth 